It is zero hour 30 Universal Time. Time for the news in Special English. The head of the Arab League says gunfire is still a threat in Syrian cities, even though Arab League observers have been in the country for a week. Nabil al-Arabi spoke in Cairo, Egypt. He called for a ceasefire. Activists say at least seven protesters were killed on Sunday in Syria. Civilian deaths were reported in Daria, a city near Damascus, and in the town of Homs. Activists say more than 150 people have been killed across the country since Arab League observers arrived last week. Delegates to the Arab League Parliament advise the observers to leave Syria because they are not able to stop the government from killing civilians. More Arab League observers were planning to go to Syria later this week. Reports from Iran say the value of the country's money has dropped to a record low rate against the American dollar. The reports come two days after President Obama approved new restrictions that could affect Iran's central bank and financial system. Also from Iran, the government says it has successfully tested a new cruise missile. Iran had already announced on Sunday that it tested a surface-to-air missile near the Strait of Hormuz. Also on Sunday, Iran said it had successfully produced fuel for use in nuclear power plants. But Middle East observer Stephen Zunes of San Francisco University in the United States said Iran is still several years away from being able to create nuclear weapons. Reports from Pakistan say al-Qaeda and Afghan Taliban leaders have asked Pakistani militants to stop attacking Pakistani security forces. Al-Qaeda and Taliban leaders have asked them to fight American-led troops in Afghanistan instead. A paper released in Pakistan's North Waziristan area Sunday called on Pakistani militant groups to unite. It told them that people who killed or kidnapped for money would be punished under Islamic law. The reports say Afghan Taliban commander Mullah Omar made the request. As a result, several militant groups promised to work with the Pakistani and Afghan Taliban. Tens of thousands of people in Budapest have protested Hungary's new constitution. They say it restricts court powers, the media, and judicial independence, and that it will weaken the nation's democratic traditions. The protest took place near a Fidesz ruling party celebration of the new so-called Basic Law. The demonstrators shouted against Prime Minister Viktor Orban and Fidesz 
as government officials arrived at the celebration. Mr. Orban says the new constitution completes the country's move from communism to democracy. The constitution went into effect on January 1st. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. On January 15th, India will open its stock markets for the first time to individual foreign investors. They will be able to buy and sell directly on the Indian exchange. Foreign investors have had to go through mutual funds or organizations to invest until now. Indian officials expressed hope that the move will bring in more foreign money and make the market calmer. But many economists say the move is not likely to affect the country's troubled economy. The body of the man officials say killed an American police officer has been found. A huge search had been taking place looking for Iraqi war veteran Benjamin Colton Barnes. On Sunday, Mr. Barnes was stopped at a roadblock in a national park in the western state of Washington. He reportedly shot the police officer who had set up the roadblock and fled. He was also suspected in another shooting earlier Sunday near Seattle. Four people were wounded. The cause of his death is not yet known. News reports say Benjamin Barnes suffered from the mental health problem called post-traumatic stress disorder. Monday is the last day of campaigning before the first event of the American presidential nominating process. Republican Party candidates are making their final speeches in the central state of Iowa. On Tuesday, Republican Party members in that state will hold meetings to choose their favorite candidate. The latest voter studies suggest that former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney has the lead. Mr. Romney is closely followed by Texas Congressman Ron Paul. Former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum is in third place. There are seven Republican candidates in all. Venezuela says it will pay the ExxonMobil company $225 million for an oil project. That is more than 70% less than what ExxonMobil had earlier announced it would receive. The government-owned Petróleos de Venezuela seized control of the project from the American company in 2007. PDVSA says it will pay ExxonMobil the money within 60 days. PDVSA also says it is not paying all the $907 million awarded to ExxonMobil 
because the company had some debts. ExxonMobil has not yet commented on PDVSA's announcement. Oil reform is a major goal of Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez. Fuel prices in Nigeria have more than doubled in one day. On Sunday, the government stopped a fuel buyer assistance program. Gas prices jumped from 40 cents to 88 cents per liter. Witnesses say that police in Abuja used tear gas to end a protest of the increase. Labor unions in Nigeria say they will call for nationwide strikes in the coming days. The fuel price support was one of the few rewards available to the average person from Nigeria's oil wealth. Nigerian President Goodluck Jonathan said the $7.5 billion spent to support oil prices would be better spent on social programs and other government services. And now, briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. The head of the Arab League says gunfire is continuing in Syrian cities. Reports from Iran say the value of the country's money has dropped to a record low rate against the American dollar. And on January 15th, India will open its stock markets for the first time to individual foreign investors. And that's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.